Yes, it is Social Conversations, and I am Patricia Duli, loving the remix. Uh, Lyle, you are the best. No, you've just put a smile on my face. It sounded great, actually, and he's he's shaking his head in disapproval. Um, it's time for us uh, to introduce our guest. We'll start off uh, with someone who's new to the A-team, but obviously not a stranger, uh, Mr. Mike Marie, who's the co-founder of Mike and Bean, um, which he co-founded with Ben Filmalter. Ma- Mike, thank you very much for joining us. Good evening. Good evening, Patricia, and it's really great to be on your show. Thank you so much for the invitation and the opportunity to share my life and the restaurant business with your listeners. Thank you for joining us. Uh, and you uh, are not alone. You are joined by Gugule Tu Ujikaba, who's the chairperson of Adamo Holdings, and Amanda Omnoto, uh, no stranger to the A-team, especially this business segment. Nungosi, uh, thank you very much for joining us. Good evening, my dear and my dear brother and friend, Mike. Your line is not too grand, Google. It's nice so, to be here. Google, your line is not too grand, Prepin. So please try and organize him if we can. I will start. No, it's a lot. Reconnect. I'm going to start the conversation with uh, Mike. Um, Mike, let's talk about how you started your business. You're coming from humble beginnings. Well, uh, to be quite frank with you, um, I started uh, studying chemical engineering and um, I hated chemical engineering, to be quite frank. And uh, I remember sitting on the lounge floor uh, reading the Sunday Times and uh, my father was nagging me and he said to me, you know, you need a career. And um, I happened to look down at the newspaper and there was an advertisement in the newspaper for the hotel school. So um, I said to my father, look, uh, I'm done with chemical engineering. Um, I did pass the two years that I did. Um, I'm going into the hotel business and I'm going to join the hotel school. And thank goodness I took that decision because it was a marvelous decision. And I've been in the restaurant business all of my life and enjoying it. A decision from chemical engineering to being a restaurant owner. So your first business started the year I was born, 1986. Uh, What business was this? Uh, Because it wasn't a mug and bean then. No, it wasn't. uh, You're quite right. I started in the contract catering industry. Uh, We catered for schools. We catered for hospitals. We catered for university campuses and large organizations that had In those days, they were called canteens um, in their organizations. So I started catering before I started in the restaurant business. And um, in 1996, uh, Ben Formata started Mug and Bean. He opened his first store in the waterfront in Cape Town. And uh, Ben and I had previously worked. He was my first boss as I graduated from the hotel school. So I knew Ben, and I managed to bump into him. And uh, he said, look, I've just started this brand, Mug and Bean. I said, yes, well, I've absolutely seen one of your stores in Cape Town, and it looks like a fabulous concept. And I asked him what his vision was for Mug and Bean, and he said, well, I think we can do between six and eight stores. And um, I, I disagreed with him. I said to him, Ben, I think if, uh, if we had to put our joint skills into this business, 
I personally believe we could do 80 stores. Where I got that number from, I don't know. And the rest is history. Very ambitious. That's what I can say, Mike. But look at what the ambition has done. You are countrywide now. Uh, let's see if uh, Gugu is uh, able to connect with us. Nongosi, can you hear us now? Thank you so much, Manjula. Can you hear you? I hope you can hear me. It's a lot better. At least we can communicate with you now. So, Nongosi, uh, let, let's uh, talk about the climate of business industry, of the restaurant industry in South Africa right now with load shedding and, uh, you know, people having less and less money to afford going out. Indeed. Uh, thanks so much, Mandul, and greetings to my friend, Mike, and thanks, thank him for really allow, allowing us to come into his space. Um, you know, I, I'm even right now struggling because of load shedding where I am, and uh, you've touched on the very important part of this industry, and actually just generally all industries, that uh, we are experiencing uh, such a very much uh, uh, you know, untenable situation, which I think then requires a lot of um, you know, businesses, including restaurants, um, to have a backup at times. And if there's no backup, you can imagine that it becomes difficult for them to service their customers. I think Mike um, can attest to this because many of these businesses don't have the backup um, where, when electricity is down. They, are, they really get affected severely, like most businesses. Mm-hmm. And some are closing. We can't ignore that, Google. So this industry, the restaurant industry, is really being crippled by load shedding in South Africa. It's been crippled a lot. And actually, um, like I was saying last week, I because I work with a lot of small businesses and um, SMMEs, you go around, you find out that they can't cope. Um, they are closing down. And um, and that is not very good for the entire economy at a time when we need a lot of jobs and a lot of entrepreneurs um, who must really uh, drive the economy. Uh, you must understand as well, Manduli, that uh, people will always be eating. People will always, uh, you know, uh, having something to put, you know, in their stomach. So this industry becomes very significant uh, when uh, you, you consider the fact that you do need uh, to expose um, different uh, variant, various types of um, restaurants, which I think Mike will talk to as an expert in the field, um, whether it, is, it be those that are takeaways or your sit-downs, which, which restaurant is particularly the one that is uh, spoken about is one of the best because I've, you know, as, 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 as entrepreneurs, we always love to go and sit around and, and engage. So imagine the, the the effect even of people who are no longer going to go and sit down and start thinking about big ideas on how to create other businesses. But the restaurant industry uh, is not just about restaurant, but it's about people sitting in it and thinking about other big ideas to develop more businesses. Mm, most definitely. And also it's it's for leisure, man. Sometimes we go out because we want to spoil our loved ones or we want to spoil ourselves. So it's, it's an industry that is also quite lucrative there. I'm going to come back to you, Mike. Mike, you've given us your journey um, about where you started in the restaurant business or, or restaurant and catering business. Could you tell us, are you still um, an owner of Mug and Bean? Yes, I am. Um, in fact, uh, I, I was at my, the, the mug and bean that I own today. 
and uh, obviously experiencing all of these uh, challenges that we have right now. Uh, we have to operate with generators, and uh, it's 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 not uh, it's not fun, and it's very costly. Um, I was, uh, for instance, comparing the costs, and um, our average electricity bill uh, in in the restaurant that I own is. Uh, for example, somewhere around 15,000 Rand per month. And uh, just to run a generator, uh, last month cost us uh, 33,000 Rand. Uh, so it was more than double, uh, you know, plus the electricity cost that we had in between the load shedding. So it's a real challenge at the moment. But uh, we have a royal base of customers, and our, our customers keep on coming back, and uh, they've been very loyal to us. So at least we haven't dropped in income. And that's a blessing. Mm, that's indeed a blessing. How did you move the mug and bean from being uh, just stores that you and Ben started up, or restaurants that you and Ben started up, to starting to franchise? What was that process like? Well, uh, the, the honest truth is uh, Ben opened the very, very first mug and bean at the waterfront in Cape Town. And he franchised the very, very first store. So uh, to be honest with you, we never, ever owned any mug and beans and operated them ourselves. We created a franchise system right from restaurant number one. And we were opening between 12 and 15 mug and beans per annum in the time that Ben owned them. And at the time that uh, we sold out to famous brands, which was after 10 years from the inception of Mug and Bean, uh, we had 132 Mug and Beans. So we were opening a little more than between 10 and 12 per annum. And opening Mug and Beans means, and franchising means that you have to have an, very, an excellent franchise system, number one, and excellent people working within the brand that are able to transfer the standards that you've created right from the beginning to franchisees and to maintain that standard. Well, 27 years later, um, Mug and Bean is still going strong and it's still expanding. And I think that speaks to the legacy of what we created because what we created has been well-sustained in for 27 years. Mm, well sustained for 27 years. That is a big thing. That is awesome. Nongkosi, um, come in here. Let's talk mentorship. I mean, how important is it for someone who's getting into this industry to get a mentor? Well, um, you'd remember, Manduli, if I were just to remind you, uh, the, the last time, about two weeks ago, we spoke about uh, South Africans who are making it big and who are really and we've made it big, but who still are there with the ordinary people to try and assist mentor them. Mike is one such person. He's been a, a loyal supporter and a great uh, mentor to many of our members within the Amandom Noto a platform and many other uh, platforms where Mike mentors businesses. I think mentorship therefore becomes a very important and a vital element of you succeeding in business because it's just a business environment is just a maze of uh, an environment we, where you can really get lost into if you do not 
have a clear strategy as to how you convert your vision into reality and make sure that you you have clear business objectives both financially strategically as well as uh, in terms of making a profit as a business so that's why mentorship therefore uh, is very very crucial i think mike is going to talk mainly specifically about what is started with us in this regard because we feel that uh, this is where lots of entrepreneurs emerging entrepreneurs uh, in communities where we work need the, this type of an intervention so it is it is very crucial to really have a mentor because like i always refer it to you know when when you are a child you don't just get born and then you start running and start speaking and all of that so business itself in my view uh, in my world is like that you do need to have someone who's going to handhold you until you reach to where you desire to be mike please do come in and tell us about the mentorship program that you are doing with amanda omnot well uh it starts off with um i think there are two types of mentorship um you have mentors that uh, sort of arrive at a business, uh, they ask to uh, sort out certain challenges that the business has. Uh, what they do is they spend a lot of time on the floor, uh, they do an investigation, uh, they write a report, uh, they hand the report over to management and off they go. Um, that I call a non-engagement mentorship program. What I do is I run an engagement mentorship program. So what I do is I engage on the floor with management and with what's happening in the organization. So I spend a lot of time with them. Um, I don't write reports. What we do is we meet on a regular basis. We look at the challenges. We look at the vision of the business. And I try to eliminate the challenges so that the vision of the business is, is met, guiding and developing people in order to be able to achieve results within that organization. To me, that's engagement mentorship. It's meaningful mentorship because I also ensure that the goals and objectives that not only the individuals have in the organizations that I work with, but the overall goals of the directors and shareholders are met. And I oversee that process with them. Well, it's a beautiful program. Uh, Nongos, is it a program that uh, only people who are within Amanda Omnoto can tap into? Or can anyone tap into it? Look, anyone can tap into it. I think, uh, Mike, as Mike has said, he he transcends beyond um, you know, Amanda Omnoto um, as a platform because he's been in this uh, for a very long time. And it is, uh, you know, when you when you look at what a mentor is, a mentor is a is a trusted advisor, someone that is experienced, somebody, somebody who has done that and has been able to really uh, learn and, and and learn, you know, and have you know the sense of the good and the bad and the ugly in in business. You you have a person therefore like Mike who's coming in here to say is offering this help, obviously, con- with all the conditions attached to it, towards businesses that are starting off you know some of the businesses that mike i think he's uh he's, he's, he's assisted i know you'll be very modest with this but they've really grown tenfold in terms of their revenue and these are the people that you need therefore to to help you 
and assist you to grow your business as an entrepreneur uh, looking forward to making a huge difference. So, uh, what are the upcoming um, Amanda Omnoto, um, you know, mentorship programs or virtual sessions that are, are coming up, Nongkos? Yeah, they, 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 we've got the groundbreaking conferences that are coming up, um, uh, which is the during the Africa Month. We'll actually be announcing more details to it. That is to do with intra-Africa trade. And um, you remember, Mandu, we spoke last time about the, even the church economy and other stuff, where as well as intra-Africa trade. It's things like those that we're going to be driving. And I'm happy that Mike here is going to be part of it um, from the point of view of advising and, and, mentor, and mentoring and assisting, as he has always been doing, together with the Gauteng Base Conference, the details of which will be coming uh, very soon. Excellent. Mike, please give us your closing comments uh, to encourage restauranters who are currently facing tough times due to load shedding. What should they do to forge forward? Because I'm sure you've had many challenges from 1986 up until today. Uh, Patricia, thank you so much for allowing me to do some closing comments. Um, The first comment that I'd like to make is one always, as a South African businessman, you make a plan. (laughs) And, you know, I don't say that uh, jokingly, uh, but there are plans that one can make. First of all, um, in the load shedding times, there are generators, uh, there are inverters, One has to unfortunately invest in these in order to make sure that your business can continue to run and continue to provide services. However, the willingness of the restauranteur to carry on and press through all of this comes from within. And sometimes you need a mentor. Uh, This is where I come in. What I do is I do this out of the love that I have for the industry. Um, I've admired my fees incredibly affordable. Uh, they are far less than half of uh, people that, that mentor in my industry, purely and simply because I want to pass the knowledge and the success that I've had in business on to budding entrepreneurs. I enjoy doing what I do, and I've seen great results. As Gugu said, um, my top four clients last year all doubled their turnover within the year. And I hope to continue to do that for young entrepreneurs, budding entrepreneurs, and existing entrepreneurs. And I pray that they reach out to me so that I can engage with them because it's the engagement process that I specialize in and help them grow their businesses exponentially. True. And uh, how do uh, people who are listening get in touch with you? Uh, I think the easiest is uh, just go on to Facebook. Um, my personal telephone number is there. Engage with me. Call me. Um, I'll see you. Um, I take all my calls and uh, I see everybody that is interested in being with me. Uh, what I try and do is a first face-to-face meeting in which I really assess whether I can be a benefit to the organization. I've had to turn away clients where I honestly and truly believe that I can't add value, but most clients I can add value to, I engage with them. We set up a a strategic plan for their businesses and I help them to achieve that plan. 
Excellent. Thank you so very much, Mike, for joining us. Um, and Nongkosi, thank you for joining us. Please give us uh, the social media handles for Amandla Omnot. It's Amandla Omnot Facebook page. And uh, obviously, we update things there on uh, our website, which is www.amandlaomnot.co.za. Thank you very much, Nongkosi. Looking forward to our next session. Thank you so much, Mandwil. Thank you, Mike. Good evening, and uh, thank you so much for being on your show. Eight, thank you very much. A-teamers, it's time for us to go to the news. It's 11 o'clock. Good evening, Greg Hose. Independent and impartial.